You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Amazed at what I am I say what I think That the company stinks Yes, I'm a union man When we meet in the local hall I'll be voting with them all With a hell of a shout It's out, brothers, out And the rise of the company's fall Oh, Listeners, welcome to the Fire Up program this lovely Thursday morning. Morning, Billy J. Morning, Andy. Morning, everyone. Paris. Yep, morning, Andy, boys. Yannis. Morning, all. Simon. Morning, boys. Well, what's happening, boys? What a big week we've had. That's fine. It has, massive. And apologies for our last radio program. Yes. Uh, Yes. had some technical difficulties. A few technical difficulties, but we worked that out and we're back here today. Life, 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 live, nice and exciting. We've obviously got our raffle. We'll be drawn this morning. We've got EBAs. We've got meetings around the city at the moment. We've got coppers coming on site, issuing oh, yeah. fines. We've got WorkSafe playing up where there's, there's that much going on. Everywhere. Make a bit of TV show. Plenty of changes to the industry and plenty of changes to society, really, around yeah, the definitely. especially in Victoria. Well, it's all happening in Melbourne town, isn't it? Mm. Mm. That mand- mandatory face mask of today. As of today. So, let's start with that, right? It, it's been in the papers and on the news since Monday or Sunday last week, or earlier this week, sorry. Now, it's mandatory to wear them. So, if you don't want to wear one, if you get fined, don't complain. Everybody knows. You've been told, right, that the, the police, it's come from the state government, it's mandatory to wear masks. And, right? you, and you might get the double whammy too, Ant. Well, you might get what's, what's the, the, what's six, the double whammy. Well, the 1600, social distancing, and the 200 for the non-compliance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and look, I think, and I can say this hand on heart, the majority of our blokes in the construction industry are pretty... Uh, Vigilant when it comes down to OH&S. Yeah, you got to see from the start of this pandemic when we've done the distancing and all the precautions we've put in, and it's a it's a pat on the back for our blokes out there. I mean, the whole construction works, not just plumbers, that they've been so well disciplined, and that's why we're flying at the minute. So for all our, all our punters out there, keep your mask on. Don't be a dummy and get booked. And don't come whinging if you do get booked if you haven't got a mask on. Johnny, so take that mask off, Johnny. Sorry, mate. That's exactly right, and if you want the industry to keep going, wear your mask. I had a couple of calls uh, last week. Um, some of the builders brought in the mask uh, a little bit early. Uh, I think it was the way they delivered it to the, the boys. The boys have got their nose out of joint a little bit. But, um, you know, 
when there's change implemented onto jobs, we're all, always going to have a bit of backlash, but I'm sure in two weeks' time it's just going to be the norm again. Oh, yeah. People, Blake's will get used to it. They'll work out how to unfog their glasses, which was one of the concerns. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not that hard. So, boys, just wear your mask and we'll keep the industry going for as long as we can and hopefully we get through this. And it is, it is part of the PPE as well, so it's a fair wear and tear. So if um, they're disposable masks, you just replace them. Boss will replace them. Go get, grab a new one and away you go. And, and, and just a, a helpful hint, which is why you listen to this fantastic show, a spear <laughs> fisherman, and you could probably back this up, Simon once told me that if your glasses fog up, you rub a bit of toothpaste on the inside. Or a bit of flag. Or a bit of flag. Yeah, well, there you go, a bit of flag, a bit of a reverse journey, or, or toothpaste, whichever floats your boat. Uh, or a bit of soap or a bit of uh, potato peel, actually. Now, that's it. Now, now, should we get into the festivities, Andy? We, we, shall. we, we shall rip this off like a Band-Aid, because oh, obviously no. we, we want to make sure. So, wrap all now, what, what are we getting? What are we getting as well? The first prize is a, is a tool pack from Milwaukee... I think it's worth about twelve hundred dollars. It's got uh, Could we pinch that four off? skins, four skins, um, skin, four skins. Four skins. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Wash your mouth out with beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got the, the skins. Turned to smut. <laughs> yeah, it's got the skins, which is the tool, and then cool. you can yeah. the battery. But it's also got it. four batteries and a charger. Five amp power, so you've got the grouse. So TV duty. It's, it's it's what you need to work on site with. So. That's the price plus. We, right. and, 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 and there is thing. And there's a gift voucher going along with that. So it doesn't come with a saw, uh, circular saw, but if you want to get that circular saw skin, you can add, you add, it, to you it. Can add to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But then it'll be a five skin, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you must. Get it at Total Tools in South Melbourne. Yeah, oh. perfect. Oh, so total any, value is 1600 right? 1600 bucks total. Yeah, sure. So without any ado, drum roll. Drum roll, Gat. Uh, Who we got? Rusty. Rusty. Rusty, you always sell a lot of tickets for yeah, us, well so that, that's mate. good. Good on you, buddy. You, Rusty, won, we love you, mate, you just won a raffle that you couldn't win. <laughs> <laughs> he just rang me and said he donated it back. Well uh, done, Russ. Right, well done, Russ. Drum roll again, Gabs. <laughs> okay, I haven't got my goggles on, but it's Artie Co Collins. Artie Collins. Give me a look at that. Artie Collins, yeah, the magnificent father of about seven kids down at Glenwood. Oh, I won't read out his address because it's private, but Artie Collins... If well, you done, Artie, Artie, well done, Artie. Well done, mate. Let's, let's give him a call. Give, him, give us a call the number. Yeah, We've got the confetti going off in the background here, mate. He, he better answer. If he doesn't answer, he's not getting it. Come on, Artie. Answer your phone, Artie. That's like the cash care. He doesn't answer in certain time. Gee, this could go pear-shaped. <laughs> oh, God. Artie, I can't take your call at the moment. Please leave me the time. Save us, finished. mate. Artie, if you get this, give us a call in, buddy. You just won uh, a $1,600 tool voucher. Good on you, mate. Ah, uh, well done. Oh, there you go. Well done, Artie. Does it say what job he was on? No, it doesn't. I believe he 
might be on the. You got one of yours. You got one of yours. No, 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 Well, every member's one of mine. I believe he's on the Westside Stage One project. Well done, Artie. If anyone's on that project listening to the radio, give Artie a tap on the shoulder. Yep, let him know. He speaks a delegate to be listening. I'd hope so. Anyhow. Okay, right, so there you go. Well, well done. We had, a mile, we had a milestone <clears throat> yesterday, Andy, unfortunately. We did. 50 sites now have had yeah. a COVID outbreak. So it, it is happening. And as we said, um, you know, if you're going on to a job site now, you're going to get temperature checks. If you don't want to get temperature checks, don't bring, don't bring anything onto the site. I'd like to touch on that, boys. Uh, I haven't been on the show for a couple of weeks, but leading into this second wave of uh, restrictions... Out in the southeastern suburbs, the builders, some of the builders, not all of them, but really let themselves down. They let things go a little bit, uh, especially a job, a cane job out at Officer, a Pelicano job out at Dandenong, and one even yesterday in Elwood um, was absolutely disgraceful. Um, you wouldn't even think there was a COVID pandemic getting around. So, yeah. you know, majority of the builders have done the, the right thing and they continue to do the right thing, but definitely before this pandemic, some of the builders out there in the southeastern suburbs, I think they're hidden away, you know, Dropping the ball. Dropping they the really ball. dropped the ball. Yes. So let's get back on uh, on track. And um, as I said, majority of the builders and all the members are doing the right thing. Yep. So well, continue. you're right there, um, you're right there, Simon, because hey, there is a job in there. Here's Artie. Sorry, Artie. Oh, here we go. Oh, he's back. Artie, mate. How are you going? You, you just won the... Uh, you got a new proud owner. You, you won a raffle ticket. You won the raffle prize. You're live on air on the plumber show at the moment. Fair income. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear. Artie, 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 you haven't won Powerball. Yeah, you haven't won yet. Not Powerball, as Billy said. Is there anything you want to say to the listeners? Uh, you like supporting 3CR? <laughs> I've won 43CR. Mag- magnificent. No, no, hey, well, hey, well done. I've got one for you, right? Yeah. A blind man, blind man walking along and he walks into a well. through a pandemic still, so there's a job out in Essen, Simon, um, and it was a, it's a federal job apparently, and this is the contradiction about it, um, Harris, and now they haven't got enough facilities on the job, not enough room for the guys to sit down and have their proper smoke so I went out there, had a word to the project manager, and apparently he said, I can't, go, can't step into the job, and rah, 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 so just a load of shit, but um, they've got to pick up their game a little bit. Absolutely, and I think some of the builders were taking advantage of this staggered start, and not that like they, they wouldn't have had enough. A couple of the jobs I went to wouldn't have had enough uh, amenities before the pandemic. Yep. So they're trying to get around by not supplying the, uh, enough amenities and saying, "Oh, we're staggered start. We're doing this. We're doing that," which they're clearly not. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I got a phone call yesterday from uh, the job out at Cerberus, massive job out there, HMSA Cerberus. The uh, actually the uh, Navy base out there. They said anyone that lives in regional Victoria outside metropolitan Melbourne isn't allowed on the job. So Whoa. what they're trying to do is stop anyone from living in regional uh, uh, 
Victoria coming into Metropolitan to work and then taking the virus back. Yes. So, and I think we'll find a bit bit more of that as uh, the week goes on, or the, you know, as long, long as this uh, pandemic and these restrictions um, continue. So yeah, that's that's going to be something we're going to have to look at. So re- re- relocating uh, probably a, a half a dozen to a dozen blokes is not as easy as you think, uh, especially in times like this. Oh, definitely, definitely all over it, Simon. Well, the last uh, couple of weeks, every every second day, we've been going to the jobs. There's always been a COVID case here, there, and everywhere. It, it, it ain't large numbers on the job, it's just one here and there. There's someone floating in and out of the job, but we've got a process in place, which is a good thing. You know, we go... Which is working. Which is... It is working well. Which, you know, once all the guys get checked on the job, you know, after our process takes place, we're not getting any other positive cases, which is a good thing, which means it's not transmitting on the job. And I'm pretty sure the latest numbers I saw, the IncoLink bus has now tested over 9,000 construction well, workers. Credit to the members there. Yeah. So, yeah. so absolutely brilliant. So look up where the IncoLink bus is. If you haven't out to your site, go speak to your OH&S. They'll get it out, and management will get the bus out to your job site. And, and if there is an outbreak on your site, please... Don't go to another job site to no. be tested. Yep. You to go to uh, one of the the, the state-run government facilities. And they're also doing flu shots too, if uh, requested. Get a flu shot, for sure. At the same time as COVID testing. What about that young bird that, uh, I think she was from Paran, she got told to uh, self-isolate because uh, she'd been in close contact with someone. She wasn't from a building site. She decided to get in her car and drive down to East oh, Gippsland. Yeah. Hey, Skips Land, go to Allboss Pub, go to the Marlow Pub, yeah. Lakes Entrance Pub. Oh, the Marlow Pub. She shut down the whole of East Gippsland. Mm-hmm. She ended up testing yeah. positive herself and, you know, just yeah. a bit of responsibility. Definitely. You can't just blame the government. You just take some responsibility for yourself. That's right. Bit of common and, um, sense. Bit of common sense. Well, that time should be charged with endangering life, but anyway. Yeah, pretty disappointing. Yeah, you're right. Talk about the flu, as you said, mate, you can get the flu shots. You can get the flu shots. With, with the incoming bus, yep. and uh, I recommend everybody get one. I had a yep. dog that died with a flu sign. Yeah, yeah, he flew under the front wheel. <laughs> 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 I, had a, I had a dog the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the participation rate out there by the by the guys on site has been fantastic. You know, as soon as the incoming bus comes out, I'd say 99.9 percent of the blokes are all getting tested, which is no. a good thing. Majority of the members are on board. Yep. As I said, a little bit of change with the masks coming in today, but in two weeks' time, it'll yep. be the norm. Yep. As, as I said, our, you know, the construction worker out there, we've got a bit of flax from the general public, and some of it, you know, uh, maybe warranted, but they're a resilient bunch, and when we do make changes, whether it be masks, whether it be glasses or gloves or whatever it is, to the OH&S coming into the industry, there's always a bit of, you know, confusion or mayhem at the start, but it doesn't take long for the board for the single to the boys. And they all get on board and I mean you can go to any job site now. It was only a week or so after initially when we introduced all these rest- restrictions and whatnot that uh, you-, you could go to any job and everybody with the whinging but they were abiding by the yeah, rules. With the social and distancing and, and all that. Saying, yeah, you're right. It's a credit to all the blokes out there and this is why we're uh, up and running as we are at the minute. And, and a thing out to all the, the Peggy's and the cleaners on the job yes. have just been doing a fantastic... After after everyone comes in for smoke, as soon as they go out, the smoke sheds are clean again, sometimes four or five times a day with the split breaks. Now, 6.45. And we're going to turn up, turn up the radio with the Masters Apprentices. Ripper.
actually legitimately won that <laughs> raffle, but anyhow, sorry, mate. Well, Johnny. Yeah, talking about social distancing and the masks, on um, Tuesday we had, we had a, um, a job where the police did enter the site with WorkSafe, and under the state of emergency they can do that. But um, credit to the members out there, the discipline, they, they followed instruction from the shop steward, they kept their distance. Um, it was quite eerie, to be honest with you, because being a building site, you know, you, you hear the um, concrete pump, jackhammer, people scream, music and all that. It was dead silence and everyone was just standing, stand, keeping their distance. And, and you could see the look on the face of the coppers. They, they really didn't belong there. But anyway, um, it was done well. We everyone, no one got a fine on that job. And I, I think there was another job as well in town. Yeah, the a Brady one, about 16 police rocked up to at one stage and then uh, even even Joel and Brady sort of come out and said, how's about I buy you all a coffee and just sit here in there the you chair? Go. You don't need to come on site. WorkSafe were saying that they wanted backup. Well, as, as we all pointed out, WorkSafe have been on that Brady job about eight times and not once have, have needed any sort of... It's pretty poor uh, excuse. You know, any sort of security, so it is a poor excuse. No one's well, ever well, well, look, I, I think just on that... The powers of be were spoken to, to the powers to be, and there was a little bit of a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. And uh, good old work, safe. I mean, you can't get them on a job when you want them, and when you don't want them, they roll up with 15 officers or whatever yeah. and back up. And, uh, well, it shows the debacle or that, John, what it's in at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be critical, but I will be. Shit old. Um, and you just can't get support when you need it, when, you know, when... Workers' lives are threatened due to accidents. Um, you can't see them. You can't go there. Or they go there and they've got the blindfold on. Sometimes I've even got the mask, not over the mouth, but over their eyes when they walk around. But anyway, 
that's uh, that's what it's safe for. It's, uh, so I'm trying to do the math there, Paris. Was that one one copper for every floor? <laughs> no, that no, <laughs> nearly, <Yeah>. nearly. <laughs> And look, the coppers probably don't want to be there either, but they've got to do what they've got to do. Probably just have a sticky break. It was one copper for every sprinkler fitter, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you mention that now, and now I do the math. Next, next subject. Yeah. Anyway, a couple of weeks ago, myself and Billy the Brain Ramsey went down to Gippsland. Um, we did a tour down there. Uh, the boys are happy to see us, as, uh, as always. Uh, things are moving along down there. A bit of work on at the uh, Aquatic Centre at Tarragon. Uh, Morewell Secondary College, uh, the Tarawagan uh, Arts Complex, which is a big job, and the Duron Water Treatment Plant. All our contractors are down there, and our members, as I said, happy to see us. We haven't got a branch down there, boys, but we try and get down there as much as possible. Hey, you um, do a good job, Tom. Yeah, uh, cover a bit of ground. Yep. Um, had a few beers after work with some of the members, It was, um, and they're happy to see us. We're happy to see them. So keep up the good work down there, boys. There's no restrictions down there at the moment, so we're... Um, Free. Working away, working away. Fine. Yeah. Business as usual down the valley. That's the way. That's it. Now I think uh, Butch got voted up at uh, Lara Prison. He did. He did. He's out there as our OHS representative. And the great man Jake Cranny uh, had the pleasure of meeting Rob Marchant, the Bubble Man. The Bubble Man. The big Bubble Man. And I've had a, a few dealings with Marchant at the Ravenhall Prison. Yeah. Well, the sound of things, he hasn't changed at all over the last three years. He um, put his big fat guts over the gate and wouldn't let yeah. the boys uh, entry onto the site. Well, apparently he's, he's got an attitude from 1800. So. He has. He's brought it over from Western Australia, and that's not the way we do things over over here, mate. But um, good luck with your projects, and uh, I can, I'm pretty sure that job's going to be another disaster for John Owens if he keeps on going the way he's going. Well, from past experiences, that when they had a road and all didn't turn out too well for him. No, no, no. There was a bit of time spent in the sheds over health and safety issues that they were blind to, to see. Which we were doomed to be 100% in the right. And we won the battle there. So good luck with your projects, uh, Mr Marchant. Um, I'm sure we'll have a bit of fun down there. Yeah, magnificent. Yeah. No. Well, anyhow, every six months, Gary Oakey from Integral 5 pops his head up again. <laughs> well, I got a call from uh, uh, one of his blokes that, unfortunately, when he checked his super, hadn't been paid this year, and we're, we're nearly in August. So I went down to a job in uh, Victoria Street, Richmond, had a chat to the builder down there who was a, a bit surprised to see us on the on, on that particular job because it was only about a two-storey uh, shop front, but that doesn't matter. When there's a, a member in need, it, there's an organiser. Explain to them that actually Gary Oakey, as we all know, any, any, any long-term listeners of this program, here's a bloke that was a draftsman or an electrician or something for a, for a fire company and then decided to start his own... Uh, a sprinkler fitting company. He's not registered. He's not licensed. He's using some other bloke to sign off all of his jobs. After hey, when, few, when he can. Uh, when he can. After a few phone calls, that relationship has since turned sour. Funny that. that that's what happened. And uh, we just made the builder know that he, his job site's probably not even, um, you know, insurable compliant. or compliant at the time because the bloke he's getting to do his fire doesn't even have a license. So we'll, we'll keep on keeping you up to date with that. EBA's as well. Oh, just after straight after this meeting, we've we got all the organisers in to go through the latest. Um, <coughs> excuse me, um, the latest update of our EBA's, and uh, we believe well, we have. We've got we're on. We've got them all on board, except for one association, which I don't think will take. We'll give them a bit of a tickle here and there, and uh, they always tend to do the same thing. But it'll be very embarrassing for that. That uh, association, he just got plumbers, 
and sprinkle fitters uh, getting a pay rise and the other mob out there not getting it. I'm sure the members will be including on that. <laughs> nah, it's not like Tank builders. Sorry? Tank builders. No, it's not tank builders. Medical gas. No, it's not medical gas. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> mm, it's cold in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, Anyway, look, we're, we're going to afford and spend a credit to Paul and Patty. Yep. Having a red hot crack and, and, yep. and everybody, really, because we put a lot of pressure yep. on everybody else. Yep. And it's been long drawn out, and uh, we went from, you know, from where we were to down to zero to back up where we are. We won't say just yet because we'll make sure we've got our tax right. That's but right. Uh, we did have a meeting yesterday, a joint delegates meeting with the CFFMEU at their orifice, and it was all socially distanced, two metres apart. Well done to the boards. And a joint compact, if you like, about what's happening in the industry with our Intel Link and Seabus and we're all part of the agreements. We're all on the same page. Well, you guys were there. It was, it was, a, good, it was a good meeting. It, it, it was great seeing our executives from both the unions together Fantastic. Uh, uh, as a compact to make sure that we can actually you know, survive for the next four years. And, and some of the stuff they were talking about was talking about surviving for the next 20 years. So it was, it was really good to see. Well, there's hard decisions being made at the moment about where this injury is heading, and this this pandemic has highlighted a lot of a lot of discrepancies out there, I suppose. And if we want to keep it in our world, we need to tidy things up, and that's exactly what we're going to do. And it's a small bit of pain for some some members out there. Well, tough days, but uh, the longer term is to keep the the industry unionised, and especially in the CBD. Spot on the money, Ant. It's all about the long-term gain. You know, well, it is. You know, so, mate, uh, it's keeps telling me we've only got three years. Every time I go to a meeting, it drops down to you, but I've got a few more than that. <laughs> but when I'm gone and when these boys here are That's gone, right. when the boys here are gone, the, the future's coming up and we need to leave this industry in a... Yeah. In a top shape. Well, a state, yeah, the worthy state of affairs. Yeah, to get an, uh, an agreement up in this climate, and as you know, um, I know when they were talking about freezing uh, wages. wages and uh, going you know, backwards yep. um, to get a decent pay increase and to get a massive increase into uh, into our redundancy, you know, it's a job well done. And we look, we were, we were on track uh, coming into March, but obviously things have changed since then. Yep. Yeah. But um, to, to bounce back and to get an agreement up, absolutely fantastic work for our different involved. And it was good to go to the floor and get some really good input from some of the members on the floor there as well. Yesterday, yep. So fantastic. Yep. It was. And, uh, there's another meeting today. I'm notified of another one tomorrow morning. And uh, there we go. So to all the contractors, get your pens out and ready to sign. That's the way. Yep. And we don't want that lemon stuff where you, you sign, you can't sign. You've got to put it over the candle to burn it. And come <laughs> we, want real, we want real signatures. And for F's sake, read the agreement. Because we've got some people out there who sign the agreement. And then when we say, well, you, you're waiting for an OH&S rep or you're doing this, or you're doing that, well, I've been allowed for blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well. It's all in the agreement. That, that's right. As we said, we'll be getting quite a few companies into our office over the next couple of weeks. And uh, a few in particular will be saying, now, do you really want to sign this? Because don't sign it. And then every lockdown weekend say, oh, this is, this is you know, the moan and say, I want to bring, bring my workers in. Well, you signed it. You signed the agreement. Uh, another good thing. The calendars are locked in place until 2026. Yep.
which, ah. which, which the bosses want as well, because everyone wants to know, everyone wants to forward plan, so we can pretty much plan. I'll, I'll make sure I give that one to the hugs and kisses, and she knows where I'm going to be for the next six years. So fantastic. Well, it's a hard one from here. <laughs> Just on the calendars, Paris, the, the guys, the question's still getting raised about um, grand final, the Friday public holidays, so I did say to them it's gazetted, so we'll take it either way, but anyway, we'll see what happens. Well, no one knows what's happening in that yep. not, not at all. We'll have an update. We'll have yeah. an update as soon as we No do. one knows when the grand final's going to be, but as soon as uh, Dan the man uh, or the AFL lets us know, no doubt you'll know. I think Dan's got a bit more he's played at the moment. He's, yeah. he's yeah. focusing on a few other things. Anyhow, thanks, Gabs, uh, for doing this again for us. Well done, Artie. Uh, commiserations, Rusty. We'll get you a, a, a can of SARS or, or sarsaparilla or something as a commiseration there, mate. A bit of lemon, eh? A bit of lemon, eh? A bit of lemon. That's it. But, uh, and we'll see you all again in a fortnight. Thank you very much. Right. See you later. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.